0: Me, and hold me tight All through the night You're shining bright I'm your oyster, baby You're my pearl It's
1: Tuesday! You know what that means? You know what Tuesday We know what happens on the Tuesday, job! Has it already begun? It's... The Friendship Onion. Hello, Dom.
2: Hi. I'm just reluctant to put on my cans because I think I have slightly debonair hair today. You do have lovely hair today, can... if you don't mind me saying No, I don't spiky. mind at all. Spiky. It's spiky, isn't it? Maybe it's... I can put it on one. It's like a porcupine. Yeah. How's it going? What's the difference between a porcupine and a hedgehog? Well, they're different animals. Like Are they? What's the difference between a cow and a horse? They're different. Well, That's the, the, difference. the difference. Well, they're different. Right. <laughs> different animals. Uh, like porcupine, hedgehog... Uh, traditionally, more associated with, I would say, the European continents. Thank you. Porcupine, South America, and of course, Africa. Porcupine, bigger, longer mm-hmm. quills, they can't shoot the quills. Who can shoot their quills? No, none of them can shoot the quills. Uh-huh. They su- they submit. <laughs> well, don't
1: say they can't shoot the quills. Well, it's just a As lot. Somebody could.
2: A lot of people make out that, you know, if you see a porcupine, it'll turn around and fire quills at you. It won't. It'll back up to you, you know, at speed. Yeah. But it can't fire its quills. But the interesting thing about a porcupine quill is at the end, when it goes into the animal, when, it, when the end of the quill gets exposed to moisture, blood, the quill then splits. It splinters. Right. So a, a, a kind of a needle goes in, but then the needle fractures in the animal's body. Awful. Oh. Have you seen those images of dogs when they've had a go at a porcupine and they've got I'm it all it, Yeah. And the dog's like that. Sorry about you that. Hadn't done that. Where are we going, vets? Anyway. Are we? <laughs> I feel as if the end of this is fractured inside yeah. me. I mean, I'm having a rough day already, and now we're off to the vets. He's going to pull all these out. Right, okay. Will you do it again? Yeah, I'll probably do it next I'll week. Probably, yeah, I'll do it again. Um, we're both wearing quite lovely uh, Adidas uh, tops. Brilliant, eh? I Mine's love Adidas.
1: I like Adidas too. Did you ever have a, a little poem or anything at school to remember Adidas? Oh, go on. We used to say, a dog it did a shit and did it down a stank.
2: Well, that's a stank, a step.
1: A a th- stank no, it. a stank is like, um you know, where the rainwater goes in the road. Right. What do you, what do you call that? A drain. Yeah, a drain, yeah. A yeah, stank, that's in, what you call it in it's Scotland. It's called a stank.
2: Great Scottish word. Isn't it? Um A dog it did a shit and did it down a stank. And supposedly the name of uh, Adidas comes from the uh, guy who created whose name is Adolph. Dassler. So he dropped a little bit of his first name and a little bit of his last name because he thought probably won't be able to sell shoes as easily if I call them Adolphs. Mm. So I'll call them Adidas. And his brother created the uh, clothing line and shoe line Puma, or as he say in the United States, Puma. Puma. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Two warring brothers. One's Adidas, one's Puma. Was it the sister that did Nike? No, I don't know. That'd have been a great it's- story. I don't. The the Nike thing was uh, He was a guy Just making running shoes Wasn't he And then it just exploded What His shoes exploding (laughs) Yeah Terrible shoes Yeah He was making a very Just simple Running shoe For an athlete It did well And from there He's created Arguably the most famous Shoe now Right I'm not These are Adidas too These are Manchester United shoes I'm wearing my England shirt Hey I heard of Do uh, you have that
1: thing Where you don't
2: um, You don't mix Like you don't wear Nike shoes And Adidas top no, I think I'd be more inclined to mix. Right. I don't like it when I'm all matchy, but today it's just I'm, a, I'm doing a bit of an Adidas thing. I, I knew a guy at the gym,
1: and if he had an Adidas top and Nike shorts, he wouldn't go into the
2: gym. Oh, that's He'd weird. Just go home. That's strange. Uh-huh. I would never do double denim, though. Would you? <laughs> no, never? never. I would never do denim jeans and a denim shirt, or even denim jeans and a denim jacket. Would you? Uh I've, I played in a band
1: once when I was a lot younger and that was our thing. That was double, thing. Denim, whole, double Denim, the whole thing. Double all of us. What was the band called? Uh, I think we were called Foreign Country at that time. Mm, not bad. Foreign Country, mm, you know, like that. But it was
2: Double Denim with, like, patches signed, uh, stitched on and that. Mm. I'm always nervous when a band, when a band's first single is the name of the band. I feel like that's death for the band. Do you know what I mean? Big Country. Ah, big Came country, big yeah. Country. Uh, hear about living
1: in a box. Living in a box.
2: Right, let's get one more because there should oh, be three. gosh. Uh, men at work? No. No, I think they. they there's a little themselves. land from out and down uh, under, right? First time I ever heard Vegemite, the word Vegemite. She just smiled and gave me a Vegemite sandwich. Ah! What happened?
1: I slashed myself with a the sword Shot then!
2: these swords. I actually did. Now, they've, I think these sh- swords have actually been sharpened. I like, th- feel them. Yeah, somebody's got it against us, yeah. I think. Anyway, Dom, oh, sorry, well, carry on. I've sword against me. I'll ask you a question here. It's, it's, a, tough, it's a tough question. Well, a, it's a two-part question. You, you should hopefully get the first one. What was the name of the dog? who found the stolen Jules Remain World Cup trophy. Remember? Very famous dog.
1: Go again, go again. What
2: was the name of the dog right. who found the stolen World Cup trophy, the Jules Remain trophy? I didn't even oh, know it, it ever time. got stolen. Got stolen the original trophy. It was found by a, by a dock worker, I think. I could give it three guesses if you want. Go on. Is it a classic dog name? No, I wouldn't say it's a classic dog name. I'll give you a clue. Patches. Close. Two syllables. Yep. It's a type of food. That's your second clue.
1: Um, Two bacon.
2: No, it's a vegetable. That's your last
1: clue. Uh, carrot. For a dog. Why not? He might have had red hair.
2: Pickles. No. Okay. You okay. never heard that name. No. He actually featured in his own film. He was at the, because this is the year that uh, England won the World Cup. He was at the party that the World Cup team were at. He was like an honored guest, the dog. Was he a plus one? I think he probably did have a plus one. Yeah, he brought yeah. cat friend. But the real question I was going to ask you, if you don't know the name of the dog, you're never going to get this question. But I'll ask it anyway, because we've, we've already gone down this road. How did Pickles die? Wow. Is it an
1: unusual? Yeah. Right, let's, let's make this a, uh, we'll call it six questions. I'm allowed to ask you six questions. Okay. <clears throat> Is it, Did he die in any sort of transport? No. Right. Did he die... Uh, was anyone involved in his death? Just the dog himself. Just the dog. Was any mechanical or, or something
2: electric involved? Nothing electric. Was it almost, you could almost describe it as a natural phenomenon. A natural almost. phenomenon. Was it a wet type of weather? No, don't think weather.
1: You can't call it weather, but was it a natural? So, I don't think an environmental
2: issue had anything to do with it. Really. Not an but environmental, natural, but yeah, but
1: like a sort of. Let me narrow it here. Okay. Would you put it in the group of, say, uh, like quicksand, drowning,
2: <laughs> of a heavy, so. a heavy wind. It's a naturally occurring thing on our planet that uh-huh. was in some way responsible for Pickles' death.
1: Was it lightning? No.
2: Are you? Uh, you must five, be. That's uh, five. Five. That's like five. Nine or something. So it's
1: not. It was a naturally occurring thing. Something that
2: occurs on our planet that we see all the time that had that in some way had something to do with Pickles' death. Does it in any way involve trees? It does involve trees.
1: Did he get hit by a coconut? <laughs> In England. or was it England he died? an English dog. Then a a fallen uh, branch? I mean, you're close. In weather.
2: Yeah, you're close because it's to do with a tree. You are close. How else may may a dog potentially hurt himself or tragically kill himself with a tree? Something fallen from the tree. Mm, It's not something fallen. We've established that.
1: Oh, but I thought just the coconut. (laughs) So could he have been trapped in the tree? In a way, yeah. Because of the... um, the root, the root system. No, it's not the roots. It's not the roots. And right. he wasn't trapped in it. He gets stuck on it. Now you mad. How warm, did he get stuck on a tree
2: and die? What kind of trees did he get stuck on? Tell me. It's actually really sad. Don't well, why are Don't you smiling? Mind. Well, because it's 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 tragic comedy. He hung himself by a tree. He was he got he escaped from his owner. And he was attached to a lead, or a leash as they say <gasps> in the United States, and he jumped and the lead got trapped around a branch and he hung himself. That, Dom, <laughs>
1: that is why I don't like to see dogs running with a leash can on. can get trapped on anything. Yeah. For one thing, I never hook onto the collar on his neck anyway. I always go for a body out. one.
2: Bobby. Bobby Johnson.
1: Yeah. Any dog. Mm. But... Never.
2: I've seen people who do that. They let their dog run off. Why don't you hook a lead directly to a neck collar? Do you think it's too cruel to the dog? Well, I don't know. I don't know if it's cruel, but you're just like, a
1: neck is a very... Pulling him by his he, I mean, he catches on something. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't want something on your neck, do mm-hmm. you? No, you don't.
2: Very sad. I came down to your house on Saturday. I've not seen your dog for a couple of weeks. And he did that lovely thing that he does when I'm not seeing him for a little bit. But he's very excited. And then he was keen for me to sit down. And once I sat down, he physically dominated me for a good five minutes. Do you yeah. remember? Crawled on me and he, and he sat right here. And he just was like, my human for a sec. And once he kind of figured that out, he then went and sat next to your wife. That's his favorite position in it. And what did I do that was for you, though? Are you allowed me to eat Thai food in your house? No. Well, it's got to do with Bobby? Bobby. You won't know, so I'll just tell you. Bought me a lovely bottle of wine, specifically for me—a serre, my favourite. He loves that. He loves something with. Bo- oh, I know. You had your dog's teeth cleaned because he can sometimes be a little bit whiffy.
1: Because the last time you were down, you said his breath was absolutely honking.
2: Well, even you and your wife are like, "Oh, Bob, what's yeah. going on there?" So I got I got his teeth cleaned. Is it back to normal now? Stinking again. Mm. Well, they'll eat crazy stuff. Reserve Bar is your online source for premium and luxury spirits, wine, and champagne. And now Reserve Bar offers same day delivery. Reserve Bar
1: has a vast lineup of rare and hard to find bottles, premium brands, celebrity spirits, and limited releases that you just won't find in your local store. I know. No one does spirit gifting better than Reserve Bar. You're looking for an elevated gift? Reservebar.com has you covered and you can have that gift delivered right to their door. Even better, turn that spirits gift into a cherished memento with custom engraving. Perfect for birthdays, weddings, anniversaries, Father's Day, you name it. Yeah. Getting into home bartending? Reserve bar has everything you need. Spirits for the shelves? Sure but they also
2: have every barware tool and glass you'll need. Mm Mm-hmm. Reserve Bar has a great feature called Cocktail Lounge. This is a treasure trove of cocktail recipes, bartending tips, interviews with master distillers, celebrities, and more. And the hot trend in spirits, Billy, is ready to drink cocktails. Have you tried them? Yes, they're delicious. You're drinking one right now. They taste better than ever, and Reserve Bar has a huge collection of them. These canned cocktails are great for parties when you don't have time to tend the bar or for tailgating season, which supposedly is uh, fully in swing right now. Reserve Bar also has barware, glassware, cocktail recipes and more. Need something for a party tonight? Reserve Bar now offers same-day delivery straight to your door. Did you forget that special birthday gift? Reserve Bar to the rescue with same-day delivery. Visit ReserveBar.com
1: today And use promo code ONION To save $10 off your purchase Of $75 or more On spirits, wine or pre-made cocktails But only when you use our special offer At ReserveBar.com With the code ONION That's ReserveBar.com and code ONION This offer expires December 31st, 2022 Pulling up to Mickey D's Just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's.
0: Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer.
2: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, we should try and get through as much stuff as possible today. Come on.
1: It's just me and you this week, Dom. Oh, that's I my quite favourite. like that sometimes. It's my favourite. I like other people, but you know what Dante said? What? Hell is other people. Hey, Billy, should we
2: peel the onion?
1: Yes, let's peel the onion, as it were, Dom. Peeling the onion. You got any questions from anyone? Shall I start? What do do with my glasses?
2: Yeah, while yeah, you're looking for your glasses. Yeah. This is from Dan DeShelter. That's a cool name. Ooh. Is that a Scottish name? Sounds a little Scottish. DeShelter.
1: I don't think so. DeShelter. Makes it sound like it's French or something. Yeah, it? you
2: might be right. Anyway, he says, Hello, uh, Billy and Dom. Love you both. Thank you very much. What, but my question nice, is yeah. for Billy. Oh. My family's been researching our family tree in the last few years, and it turns out Billy and I are both part of the Clan Boyd. My grandmother's maiden name was Boyd, and her dad came from Scotland. I was wondering if you've ever gone to the Clan Castle in Kilmarnock. Thanks. Lots of love to you both for providing uh, tons of entertainment over the years. Well, how sweet. You found a family member. A family member. A clan
1: member. Mm. So there was the clans, you see, Dom. Mm. Basically uh, a big gang. Gang. Yeah, just uh, had a, a bit of an area. And uh, that's how clans worked, you know? So different clans went with other different clans if there was a war or whatever. And apparently the Boyd's were the lairds of Kilmarnock. Lords, is that? and
2: is that like Pretty a, much. Yeah. yeah.
1: Right. And, uh, yeah, I've never been to the castle, actually. Dan, I don't know if you have, but uh, maybe we could go together. Have you been to Kilmarnock? We'll I've, I've been to Kilmarnock, mm. but I'd, I'm not even sure if there is a castle, to be honest. Really? But the thing was, when England uh, took over Scotland, they made it illegal to have clans. Mm. They didn't want the clans, because then they could you could get together, sure, you know? Sure, sure, let's get these guys. So they made it, um, they made it illegal to wear your tartan. That's how you could tell who was in your clan. You know, of you course, had a kilt yeah. with the right tartan. You go, oh, yeah, he's wearing they. boyd tartan. Right. He's with the boyds. So he made it illegal to wear tartan and he made it illegal to speak Gaelic. Most people could only speak Gaelic. So that made it difficult, didn't it?
2: What, they try to force him to speak English? Mm-hmm. Oh, these English people sound like a right lord. And then one
1: of the worst things they did, if you get married, oh, the English lord who was looking over your... He had to have a night with your wife before you.
2: Well, just uh, watching the telly, maybe watching no. Strictly Ballroom or something.
1: Making love them.
2: to try and get rid of the Scottish
1: lines. What do you think of that?
2: Well, I wouldn't be happy. Well, you wouldn't be happy, no. would you? It's supposed to be a romantic evening for you and your wife, and you say, see you the day after tomorrow. Yeah, they had that in Braveheart, didn't they? Yeah, what if she came back and she'd had all right? Great time. How was your night? Brilliant. I've reconsidered oh. the marriage, actually. Oh, oh well, that sounds so good.
1: But there you go. No, I've never seen the castle, but uh, good, good, good to look back at the history, isn't it?
2: Scotland has a wonderful history, full of, if you don't mind me saying, wonderful people. Thanks, <laughs> Tom. Hey, Tom. Mm. Josh
1: Singleton. Hi, Josh. Hi, guys. Your love of food always makes me happy. I eat three times a day. Makes me happy, you know. Me and my girlfriend take the mickey out of each other because we don't like certain foods that are, you know, common. I don't like pizza, for instance. And she doesn't like cooked onion.
2: What is the most common food that you don't actually like? P.S. I love your show. Well, he doesn't like pizza. That's, that's a slightly strange one. Not liking cooked onion, I don't, don't think he's as weird as not liking pizza, you know? But
1: Do you want a, a secret about cooked onion, Dom? Yeah, is this a, a secret that a cooked onion told you one time? No, it's how to cook an onion. Do you, do you like getting, like, a, a curry from a, a Chinese restaurant in, What's, in the UK? What? Well, hang on a second. In the UK.
2: Oh, I, yeah, the Chinese curry, go on. Right, do you know the thing I'm talking about? I think, you, I, think I know you saying. You
1: know, you'll say I'll have a chicken curry, for instance. Yes, yeah, Chinese with chicken. With uh, rice. Mm-hmm. And the onion's always nice. It's kind of it's crispy it's, it's crispy. got a, it's got a bite to yeah. it yeah what have they done and whenever i cooked it the onion always got too too cooked
2: a bit sloppy yeah right
1: and i was I, I went to my local chinese restaurant and i said how do you do that yeah i can get everything else working got the sauce got the chicken got it all good yeah can they told me what you do right do you, do you deep, want me to tell do you you deep fry it no you don't deep fry it you don't cook it in the sauce and everything, done. You cut it up to the size that you want. <laughs> sprinkle on water, a water. Sprinkle of water? Put a little bit of water on it. Yeah. Stick it in the microwave. Ooh. Two minutes. Ooh. Wait until everything else is ready. Yeah. Put it in right at the end. Yeah. So the microwave has cooked it slightly,
2: and then it's in with this on. Right. And the, cook, the sauce slightly continues to cook it a little bit. But not much. Not a lot. Keeps it crunchy. Because you're Just serving me. it right then. Lovely. So
1: you've got the chicken's delicious, mm. the sauce is perfect, oh. and the onion gives you that little bite.
2: Lovely. Well, one of the things that my mum my and dad do make a great curry, one of the things that they have as a little side thing, if you want it, is some finely chopped up red onion. So you get your curry and you sprinkle that on top. That's raw. Raw, indeed. Red, though. It's red onion, though. You know, it's easy to eat raw. It's lovely. It's lovely. So, so what's, like the, it. what's
1: the one thing local?
2: doesn't have to be local there was no, 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 no mention no, <laughs> of the word local common is the word that you uh, Joyce uh, said eating is common most people like let's say
1: above 80% but you think to yourself I don't like that
2: alright well this is a big food item which is why I'm choosing it I'm not saying that I don't like it right. but it's not, it's not my thing if someone said you could never eat it again it wouldn't bother me chocolate it's just it's fine but I'm not the guy reaching for the, the, the chocolates in a box when they show up. If someone gives me a, a bit of chocolate, I'll have a square or two. I'll be like, nah, it's fine. It just doesn't... I'd agree with you, though. It doesn't get me going. I'm not a big... I yeah, don't, you don't eat that what's much What's the chocolate. point? And I find it kind of clags in my mouth kind of. a little bit. I mean, if it's dark, dark chocolate, I'll take it, you know. I'll take it. Vigo was a big fan of chocolate, wasn't he? When oh, we were doing yeah. rings... Yeah, uh, most of the time you could say to Vigo do you got a bit of chocolate and he'd be like if he didn't have it on him he'd be like give me a couple of minutes I'll get it for you he knew where it was yeah he knew where it was and also our friend Carrie our friend Nigel's wife she has to have a piece of chocolate a day every day every day in the evening before she goes to bed she'll have a, a piece of chocolate before bed yeah like if we're all hanging out watching a movie she'll usually pull out some element of chocolate around about you know nine o'clock ten o'clock and she'll have a couple of little bits and then right. send her off to bed Ladies love chocolate. It's weird, eh? Uh, yeah,
1: I'm uh, yeah, I'll give you that on chocolate. What so we're both else, saying Dom? chocolate. Oh I no, d- well, chocolate don't... was my answer. So don't steal it. As you know, I don't like cinnamon, but that's but that's, a, not f- that's a flavor, isn't it, Dom? Mm. But if it it's was that common either, food so. that I don't really eat that other people like to eat, <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I like it, I love eating everything Do you like a hot dog? I've never seen you eat a hot dog I, I've I've enjoyed a hot dog in my mm. life, yeah mm. Alright, well we'll move on
2: This from Jason Arthur in Delaware, United States What did
1: Delaware boys, what did Delaware
2: Well, you sang that? Was that uh,
1: a there, was, wonder? there is a song, Dom, that does every one of the 50 states So you can learn it So you can, well, you... Uh, Isn't that amazing, though? Somebody sat, a songwriter sat one day and he says, I'm going to write a song that's got all the states in it, but used in a way like that. Delaware. What did
0: Delaware? Mm. And uh, it goes through all 50. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement lifelock alerts you to identity threats you might miss and if your identity is stolen your dedicated u.s based restoration specialist will work to fix it let lifelock help protect what you've worked so hard for save 25 percent off your first year on lifelock ultimate plus at lifelock.com slash aware terms apply this episode is made possible by pwc a robot may not be coming for your job but competitors are coming for your market share At PwC, we pair the right tech with the right solutions to help you gain a competitive edge. Reimagine operations from the cloud, fuel innovation with responsible AI, and detect risks before they become headlines. That's human-led and tech-powered. It's all part of The New Equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com.
1: What what an achievement. Uh, What an
2: incredible achievement. Um, Remember the TV show Roseanne? which Mm -hmm. I think is now called The Conners uh, because the Roseanne character in it uh, I think like falls down dead in in one of the later seasons. They lived on Delaware Street and I think they lived in Delaware as a state but that might not be right. Eddie, could we find that out? But they definitely lived on Delaware Street. Yes, love that show. Oh, thank you, Eddie. All right, here's a question from Jason Arthur in Delaware. He says, Good day, gentlemen. What a lovely start. So great to listen to you both each week. Keep up the good work. I will be flying to Auckland in mid-November and be there for only one day. I plan to rent a car and would love to get a glimpse of the Hobbiton set at the very least. My question is, what would you guys recommend to a Lord of the Rings fan to do in just one day? And even if it's not specifically Lord of the Rings focus, where is a cool, close-ish place to Auckland <coughs> <coughs> that you remember fondly? Lovely little belts there. One day, Dom. One day in Auckland. One day is- One day more. One day more. One
1: is right, is it?
2: I think, I think it's Lame Is that lovely, that wasn't it? Yeah, she had a dream that um, her life would be a lot better than having to donate her oh. teeth and her hair just to stay alive. Of what? course, she had that dream. What, I had a dream has... that my life would be so much better than what is going on right now. Yeah, no one dreams that they're gonna have to donate all of their teeth and hair just to <laughs> live. Yeah, bye. My god, Annie Hathaway, what a time.
1: I went to the theater the other day, Tom. What'd you see? Uh, a new play. But I'd, I enjoyed the new play, but even more than the play, I listened to Hamilton on the way, brilliant. Rent and the way back.
2: Oh, brilliant. brilliant. Yeah, that's great. Me and
1: my wife were singing it at the top of our voices.
2: Love that. Actually, I'm not very well versed on the Rent songs. I pumped from 1,000, 200,000, 3,000
1: minutes. minutes. Yes. But
2: Hamilton, what an Woo-hoo-hoo. achievement. Right, stuff to do in one day. Well, you and well, I climbed, one, two, was, it the, was it the Sky Tower? In Auckland, so we got? did, yeah. You, me, and uh, Elijah Wood, we climbed the uh, Sky Tower. That's right, we that had some was lovely really sushi, fun. can't remember the name of the sushi restaurant.
1: Um, because if you're going to Auckland, we if you're wanting to do locations, or lot of the rings kind of things, we didn't really go up that far. Not really, we stopped about uh, Hobbiton,
2: which was near N- Nelson. Yeah, he's hoping to rent a car and get to the Hobbiton set in a day. Could he get there? Probably. You could could actually get there. I would say do that if you
1: want to do a Lord of the Rings thing. Yeah. Get yourself to the Green Dragon, quick beer, back up again, and then you'll be on your next flight. Otherwise, I would do what Dom says. I would uh, go up the tower... And then maybe go to the harbour. Remember, we went out in the boats. Mm, mm-hmm. um, so that's really fun. Uh, Auckland's a lovely place. Did,
2: was it? Did we go to Auckland for the America's Cup? That,
1: that we did. Was that Auckland? Yeah. Yeah. So the harbour is beautiful. It's it? really beautiful. Mm. And you know what I love when you arrive in New Zealand, Dom? If you remember, you arrive internationally, and then you have to go to another terminal to do the little flight yeah, domestic little. from Auckland to uh, Wellington and you follow a, a line that's oh, painted yeah. on the, the ground to get to the yeah. I used to love that I like that too done that with you so a bunch it was of times. Like, it was like it was like getting <laughs> home wasn't it Yeah. And
2: following that little line that took you to the domestic terminal and also after being slightly cooped up on planes and in buildings it's nice to get a bit of fresh air isn't it just that little walk's lovely isn't it 10-15 minute walk Just so you... oh he's going to sneeze he's going to sneeze multiple times he's thinking about it it's gone yep it's
1: gone it's gone but it it could save your life that walk as well because Uh, of uh, deep vein thrombosis yeah Mm. I know a guy that got that Right, still alive yeah he said but his doctor said if he hadn't came to see him he could have been the end
2: now I'm not a doctor I don't think you are yet Mm -hmm. Was that a it's like a a swelling in the veins a a trapped vein I would say like a blood clot which
1: is bad in your leg, terrible in your groin, and a killer in your lung.
2: You don't it in your brain either.
1: You don't want it going up in your brain.
2: And the way that you get rid of it is to be active on the plane, is it? Do a little bit of this. <laughs> Always Walk be. About. Yeah, because it'll start, it'll start in your calf, won't it? Mm-hmm. So you want to be
1: moving
0: your calf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Terms apply. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
2: We've got another question. Right. Shall I do this and then you do the last one? Right, go on then. This from C. Fisher. They didn't give their first name. <sighs> Carol. Could be. Could be. Carol Fisher. Kathy. Yeah. Said, hi, my name is... Oh, they're actually called Fisher. But why is the sea in front? Anyway. Hi, my name's Fisher. I'm from Pennsylvania in the United States. Kind of the middle knuckle of the pointer finger, if you hold your thumb up. Hold really? well on. The middle knuckle of the first finger. Pointer, a- about there. There you go. That's what All she said. All right, say. okay. Thank you. And then she spoke German here. Hallo Dom, ich hoffe, die geht es good. I hope that you are good. You speak a little bit of German as well. Yeah. One of your favorite countries. Bisschen. Mm-hmm. She says, just wanted to tell you both that your podcast is fantastic. Well, actually, she says, absolutely amazing, but I didn't want to flex that hard. Uh, it truly gets me through the day. If I could ask a question, it would be, did you ever envy a line or a stunt or something that the other had? I guess between you and I. Uh, yeah. Love you both. Love your podcast. Thank you. Love, Fisher. Well, it's not that I envied necessarily, but working with Ian McKellen, which we did, in the group and yeah. did every so often was always fantastic. And I remember when you were off kind of much more third movie with Ian doing those scenes that were specifically just you and Ian, I remember thinking, man, that must be a good day at work. He's yeah. just hanging out with one of the greats, you know, one of the real, one greats. of the great, great actors. I wonder if you thought of that about
1: you. I don't think he did, because I could tell by the way that he acted with me that he didn't think that.
2: Yeah, he just kind of dismissed you out of hand. (laughs) But that's beautiful. the whole, you know, that whole scene of you saying, right, well, I guess we're going to die now. I didn't think life was going to go that way. And Gandalf says, oh, no, no, it's not over yet. That's That's a beautiful scene in the film and must have been great as an actor to think, wow, these lines, this actor, and Dom's not around to fucking distract me for a change. It's quite nice. <laughs> no,
1: it was. Uh, you're right, Tom. Yeah. Uh, those those moments with Ian I'll, I'll always treasure yeah. because, uh, as you say, he's one of the greats, you yeah. know, and, and I remember we'd always approach those scenes kind of like theatres, you know. We'd have little rehearsals ourselves and it was really lovely. Yeah, but I felt, uh, talking about that, I felt the same way about Miranda. Oh, you know, yeah. Because I thought when Miranda arrived in New Zealand, I was beguiled. Is that a word? Yeah, I think you can be beguiled with someone. Yeah, I thought I thought she was, she was Wonderful. She yeah. was beguiling. She was. She was lovely. Incredibly talented and lovely, and and I thought, ah, oh, Dom gets to go with like the best person who's just arrived. Yeah. And uh, I still feel about that about Miranda when I watch her now. I think she's an incredible actress. She Did is you great. see the uh, the one? Uh, was it Will Ferrell who was in it about the the family in the snow? Um, uh, yetis. It's, no, it's a comedy. It. Oh, like the Force Majeure thing? Yes, it was, was it based on the French,
2: yeah. Yeah, with Julia Louis-Dreyfus, who's also incredible. Brilliant. Was Miranda in
1: that? Miranda not only
2: was in it, but totally stole it. Ah. She was
1: fantastic in it. Wow.
2: Hilarious. Because the original one, the Force Majeure, is just a masterpiece. Mm. Um, yeah, and what I really liked about that relationship between Mary and Eowyn is obviously with, with Pippin and Gandalf, they've spent a significant amount of time with each other and that yeah. that relationship is, has grown over time. But with Merry and Eowyn, they have to become very quick friends that trust each other, you know, like within a few scenes. And to earn that is kind of difficult. And it's sweet that they're kind of mirroring the same story. She's basically being kind of sidelined by yeah, her people yeah. saying you you know you're a woman you can't fight you're supposed to be hanging out inside and taking care of the the other kids and women and stuff and she says no no i i want to fight i'm someone that that is capable and she sees that in mary yeah. which is why she's like look if i'm coming if you've allowed me to come then of course he should come too, and that, that's a beautiful
1: thing yeah it's lovely she stands up for you because she sees that sort of minority yeah. in you. i yeah. love it yeah now there you go lovely good question Tom yeah William last one I'll finish one here. on this one if you don't from mind Drew. Tom because this is from Michigan mm. in the United States of America and it's from Drew now Drew says hi uh, hello Billy and Tom hi. my name's Drew from Michigan as we've already said mm. just want to say I'm a huge fan now my question for you is going to bring back some memories of the good old PlayStation 2 Growing up in my younger years, there was a game I'm sure you're familiar with called Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King, in which there were bonus clips and scenes about all the hobbits talking about how good Elijah was at gaming and all the typical banter between you guys. So my question for you is, one, do you remember this game? And two, what is your favourite video game of all time and why? Keep up the good work and my best regards to you both. Video Game Stop.
2: I do remember that game, and I do remember back at back at that point, Elijah was definitely um, much more of a, of a accomplished gamer than we were. He was playing all the time. He would play on set. He would play back in L.A. When I came to L.A. with Elijah, we did the whole you know Chinese man's theater and, and Disneyland and stuff. But in the evening, he was playing Silent Hill. Silent Hill of all which things. It's like though. A, like a horror game. Elijah <gasps> loves horror. He loves horror, doesn't uh, he? I just I was watching it, and I would say to Elijah, "Well, I can't watch that." Like. Turn around a corner and there's like a <gasps> dead thing coming at you. Not fun for me, but Elijah loved it. So back then, I would argue that he was easily the best gamer. And we would play like the streets thing NBA Street. Yeah, that was, that was good. brilliant, wasn't it? But then we improved quite quickly. And I don't think Elijah plays as much now. He's got a young family. I don't think he's had the opportunity to play. And you and I are almost professional at League of Legends, aren't we? And we did go to the League of Legends. We went to the finals. The, finals the worlds, as they call it. Mm. I hope to go next... Well, next year, I think it will be somewhere in Southeast Asia. That would be incredible to see. I think I know where it is, but I don't know if it's been announced, so I'm not going to say. Let's not say it, but somewhere in Southeast Asia. Yeah. Well, wasn't
1: that great? Hey, Dom, brilliant. And I don't think we're that far away from being professional.
2: No, it's just a
1: little click. It's just a little bit. We just need to tidy up our
2: backswing, as it were. Mm. Like they say in uh, Spinal Tap, there's just that tiny little difference between genius and stupid. And I think we're on the stupid We're just... just a little click and the will be geniuses you know
1: so I would say my favourite video game of all time is League of Legends
2: really yeah that's that's cemented now is it yeah
1: I mean because there's games as I was growing up that I really loved Defender Space Invaders you know all those games mm. I really loved but I don't think there's any game I've stuck as long as League of Legends mm. and I would I would say you're the most improved player well I, thank you mm Is that not the award they give to the one who doesn't get any other awards?
2: Sometimes they give that to someone who's just crap and they want to give him an award. But uh, I think you've gone from not only most improved to, you know, playing Heimerdinger at a level that no one else has ever played in the history of Heimerdinger. I think you could be right, Tom. Good for you. League of Legends is definitely up there for me. Ah, Is it my favourite game? It's it has so many enjoyable aspects to it when you know when it's cracking off when you're on a team with all our mates and we're winning brilliant it is rough to play two or three games in a row and just get absolutely slaughtered right it's it's kind of brutal
1: yeah as but and and what i would like to be and i hope this happens sometime i'd like to play a game where i'm not the worst in the team mm? I think get, you've done that already. I don't know if I have. Really? I'm I'm always the worst or between the
2: bottom two. You know, some there has to be someone else who's carrying it. Yeah, but I think statistically, we talked about this the other day, I die more than you because I'm always, like, getting yeah. into the fight. So a lot of times we'll end the game and I'll say, what did you get? And you said, I got, I got a B minus. And I'll say, I got a, a C plus or a D. So I think there's there's been times where I've definitely, you know, done worse than you. It'll happen. Yeah, I can't wait. You're just a little... Just a, t- just a t- little t- slower on the learning ladder. That's all. Sorry, all right. You not- get there. So i get there. All there all you different times. I think probably my favorite game, because it isn't quite as brutal when you lose it, it's probably still Skyrim. And the new Skyrim, they've been threatening to come out for a long time. And when that comes out, I'll be very excited. But and that's just a one-player, is it? That's a single-player game. You can play different versions of it online that is like multiplayer, but a single-player game. I think I've told you, there's there's times when I've been playing Skyrim, where I've thought, I wonder what the top of that mountain looks like. And I'll climb to the top of that mountain. And if you let go of your controller for like a minute or so, it'll do a massive 360 uh-huh. kind of thing. And the view from the top of the mountain is so beautiful that I'll just think, I'm not going to play the game for a little bit. I'm just, just going to watch bit that bit. view for five minutes. Amazing that Once you games get, yeah. can do that.
1: Well, I've started doing that with Elder Scrolls mm. and I'm enjoying it, you know, but I want a horse.
2: Yeah, it takes a while to get a horse, doesn't it? How do you get a horse? I think you have to go to a stable, but you <laughs> need the money to buy it. I don't think you have the money to buy it yet, do you? Can you steal a horse?
1: Try it. I know it's morally wrong to steal a horse, but I wonder if you can.
2: Mm-hmm. Have you ever um, shooed a horse? Because I told a, yeah, a donkey to f*** off once. <laughs> hey! Hey, hey uh, Eddie, what? have we got some voicemails? Should we do We do haven't those. done voicemails for a bit. Let's do voicemails. Oh, and they're from all over the world. We right, hear this, Tom. Right, here we go. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready.
0: Hi Billy and my name is Daphne Sargent and I want to know what your favourite type of ice cream is. Bye! P.S. I love your show and I'm seven.
1: Hi <laughs> oh, Daphne, that's so sweet. it's good. Nice to hear from you. I picked my son up from school yesterday, he's no longer seven, he was at one point. I remember he's 16 yet. now. And I picked him up from school and he went, I could go ice cream. So that was his first thought.
2: And did you say to him, do
1: you have cash? <laughs> you got any money? Yeah. Go get a job. Yeah, get a job. Because uh, ice cream,
2: I think, is quite important. Daphne didn't tell us her favourite ice cream flavour. Oh, no. I'm going to guess vanilla, Daphne. Right, what's yours? You have to pick one.
1: Well, it's difficult because it depends where I'm going. You got in the ice cream shop? I don't know, but which one?
2: Ah, okay. Well, what have, how many have you got in your local area that you mess about with? Three. Is a Jenny's one of them. No. I'm a fan of a Jenny's.
1: Never been to Jenny's. Shame on you. But if I had to do ju- if I walked into a store and I don't know the ice cream store, what flavor am I going to get? It's yeah. between two, Tom. Pistachio. It's between three, Tom. <laughs> Vanilla. Vanilla. Pistachio. Yeah. Mint chocolate
2: chip. Oh no, 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 no. No, no. No, no, no. Yes. There should not be mint and chocolate chip. Not together. Not for me, no. I don't even like chocolate. I kind of like well, mint. Well, mention that. But the two of them together. No, 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 no. Give us yours then. Am I picking three? Go or on. just one? All right. You could never pick one.
1: No way. I know. If I gave you $100,000 to do one just now, you couldn't
2: do it. I can't. I'm going to pick three. Cool. I've got some controversial ones here. Lemon. No. I'm a fan of the lemon Only ice cream. Only if it's a sorbet. Um, a kind of salted caramel with maybe a crunchy biscuity type caramelly thing in there salted caramel they do that at uh, Jenny's Ice Cream and then my final one again slightly controversial yoghurt yoghurt Yog- flavor. flavour yoghurt flavoured ice cream that's yeah. weird yeah I like it it's big in Germany
1: that's like two. that's like cause yoghurt I don't really think of as a flavour oh it's a flavour
2: yeah, I've bent your brain there, haven't I? You have, because mm. that's, that's weird. Mm. I think it traditionally is probably more of a vanillary type yogurt, but it's good. And it's good with the lemon, because you get sharp lemon, chilled out yogurt. Do you mix them? Oh, I have them in a cone, with, you know, the two of them together. Lovely. Do you have, so do you you have, have a cone a normal... or do you have a bowl? I just can't, I don't understand people that have a bowl, because you're like, why would you get a bowl? You can eat the bowl if you get a cone, it. I get you. But do you get a cone or a bowl? I get a cone. Good, yeah, a cone, yeah.
1: Normal cone or a sugar waffle? No, no sugar waffle for me.
2: It's too sugary as it is. Sugar Um, waffle for me. I already feel guilty. Homemade. Oh. Your wife? No, in the store. Daphne, thanks for your question. It's a shame we didn't find out what your particular favourite flavour is. Send us
1: another message, Daphne. Tell us what your flavour is. Yeah. Dearest Dom and Billy, I love the show. Your podcast is such a rare and uplifting gem. And I'm so grateful that you share it with the world. (laughs) My name is Rickard, and I'm tuning in from a small town called Sather in Delkalia, Sweden. I would like you to list your personal favorite use of a swear word in any of the Lord of the Rings films, one for each of the three following categories: one, funny, absurd, silly; two, dark, adding insult to injury; three, use of a swear word where it feels almost warranted to do
0: so. So that's funny, dark warranted I thought that could be really funny so uh, it's crazy. thank you again God bless you and bye bye
2: thanks
1: well, for thank, you thank you from Sweden mm, from Sweden taxi Mickey, taxi Mickey. Yeah.
2: um okay Mickey, so, Mickey, bra. Mickey bra. so warranted I've always said that I like the thing where Gandalf just whispers under his breath hobbits I like that I think that's warranted you know because they're always getting on his tits you know I'll get I'll do um Dark. Yeah, d-
1: uh, d- warranted. I'm doing. I've that. done warranted. Oh, are we just doing one each? We'll do one d- each. Do one each then. of a took.
2: Dark. Dark. Dumb. Dark. Then you shall have a f-ing
1: queen.
2: It's quite scary that one.
1: Oh, that was yeah. yeah. That was quite dark. And then let let me think. Hold
2: on. Um, dark. 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 <laughs> Right, we'll just do one for that. Okay, and then what's the other one? Uh, uh, it's funny, funny. I, I've always liked Sam at the end of the film. Well, I'm f- <laughs> back. It's a good one. What about you with the fireworks? Get the f- big one. Oh yeah, get yeah, the f- big one's good. Gimli in uh, the pass of Kazodum. F- toss me. <laughs> That's good. Quite wow. dark as well. Yeah, it's another dark one. There we go, I think we've covered
1: it. Yeah, we covered it there. Covered Thanks. it well, done. well done. Tack, 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 tack,
2: tack. Dearest tuck. Dom and Billy, I oh, that's the show the hey. podcast is such a rare and uplifting. Yeah, to listen to him compliment us again. That was awful.
0: Hi, Billy and Dom. My name is Dakota, and I'm from Rhode Island, so I loved your Billy and Dom eat the world bit with coffee milk. I first saw Lord of the Rings in theaters when I was four years old, <gasps> and my mom said that people were giving her a double take when the lights turned on because she had a small child with her. My question for you both is, what is the funniest moment that you can remember on the set of Lord of the Rings? Or are there any funny or standout interactions that you've had with fans over the years? Anyways, I love your podcast and you guys always make my day. Thanks. Ah, thanks, Dakota. Lovely
2: stuff. This wasn't necessarily funny, but I found it really adorable and I think it's worth saying. When we were recently in San Francisco last weekend for the League of Legends final, as I was leaving, I met you downstairs just to give you a hug and say hello, and you headed to breakfast. And as I said bye to you, a lady walked in step with me as I was heading to the reception area to pick up my Uber to go to the airport. And she just whispered in my ear, are you one of our adorable hobbits? Ah. And I went, oh, I think I am one of your adorable <laughs> hobbits. And she went, great, and then just walked off. It was such a nice, sweet, genuine That's a nice, yes. And lovely love thought. So not funny, but
1: so I, I See so when I left you and I went to um, breakfast. breakfast. It was an awful
2: breakfast. Ah, thought. why? Warm was it? Had it cooled down?
1: Kind of cold eggs and cold you know eggs. old bacon and uh, toast and just nothing no really. mushrooms. Nothing like that. And you know uh, yogurt and a thing that you could just buy for oh it, like a parfait. You know and <laughs> and it was a buffet <laughs> and it was. Fifty dollars.
2: Did you pay for it?
1: I had to. Look at you. Wow. Well, was well, it not included already, in the room? I'd already sat down,
2: mm. and he
1: said it's a buffet. I went okay. Fifty uh,
2: bucks. You're gonna have to fill your boots for fifty bucks. Aren't that's you? what I was thinking. I was like, I can't eat enough toast. No, you can't. Fifty dollars. I mean, that is a lot. That's, that's I, a lot for lunch.
1: I said to him, I said, "Is that for one?"
2: Mm.
1: He said, "It is for one." Yeah.
2: Did you have yourself five or six cups of coffee? I bet the coffee, coffee was, was awful. Shine. What week? No, just like uh, old. Oh, come on, guys. We won't mention the hotel, but come on. Because the hotel was actually lovely, but you can't serve that as a,
1: as a breakfast.
2: And the day before, you and I walked out and we had a fantastic breakfast at Honey's. Honey's Crapery. remember? Lovely. And I've and been before. Not only was it tasty and cheaper than $50, but during our breakfast... I found a hidden pair of boxer shorts in the back of my knee. Do you remember that? So he did. He reached into his pants. I thought, what's he going to pull out here? <laughs> and he pulled out a pair of boxer shorts.
1: Oh my God. I've never seen been... anything like it. Yeah, I was in hysterics. That was fun.
2: But wait, have we answered the question? Only
1: a bit. What's the funniest thing that happened on. Do you know uh... that day that I thought was hilarious, Tom? Mm. And I've said this before when we're sitting on that little boat. And Legolas tells us about Lemba's bread. Mm,
2: that was funny, when it? It's hard to keep a straight face.
1: Could not keep a straight face. Especially after Orlando says, I don't know how to deliver this line because it feels like I'm doing an advert. Mm. Like I'm doing an ad for Lemba's bread. Mm. After that, and knowing that you were sitting right next to me, I couldn't look at you. Yeah,
2: I think Pete had put us qu- as close to each really other as close. we could be for this funny kind of comedic moment. And we both had to play it quite deadpan, didn't we? How many of you had? How many did you have? Uh, four, I four. think. Four. And we could, we, I could, I'm not, Mary's not impressed by that at all. He's actually disappointed in Pippin. And you're kind of like, mm, what are you going to do? Yeah, we were laughing a lot, weren't we? That was a Just good day. Just look, I, I, could, I had to look at Orlando. I couldn't look at you.
1: <laughs> I, that day was hilarious. I loved that.
2: <laughs> there you go. There's your, there's your answer. I love about. that
1: being on the edge of like really out laughing yeah the giggles but
2: being able to hold it in enough so you can still do the mm-hmm. scene but you can feel it in your oh, stomach can't you just of. like oh this is yeah, yeah you can feel the energy and every so often because Pete's got an adorable <laughs> laugh you'll hear Pete just behind the back of the cameras going you know it gets you <laughs> I love it That'll right thanks to have we got any
1: more have we got shall we do one more
2: Lisa and Olivia at, at your service. service so I know it's been 20 years since you
1: played a Lord of the Rings are there any personality traits from Merry and Pippin that you still
2: hold on to this day? If there are, please please tell us. Love, Love you guys. guys.
0: Bye. Bye.
2: Thanks, Lisa and Oliveira from Location Unknown. They sound like Mary and Pippin right there. Yeah, they do sound quite... They're, they're always after getting up to lots of trouble. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think Mary and Pippin, certainly in the shire before stuff gets serious and crazy, I would imagine that they are quite friendly, approachable, carefree hobbits. I think you and I have elements to our personality when we're out and about where we're cool with people coming over and saying hello yeah. and we keep it pretty mellow, right?
1: Yeah, I think, I think there's a we've, whether we've taken that from Mary and Pippin or, or it's already there, but I suppose we met playing Mary and Pippin, so that has definitely influenced
2: who we are as a couple. <laughs> we love our food as well. Billy and I will eat food from all over the world. I saw him at the weekend. We had like a little bit of a, a Thai feast. We like it's to celebrate those moments, don't we? You know, I mean, we don't take that lightly. The food shows up, glass of wine, oh. enjoying ourselves. That's what I like. That's a, that's a very hobbity element is if they've got the meal in front of them, their friends are around, they're safe, they're going to have a great night. And yeah. I think there's, there's things about that that we also subscribe to.
1: Yeah. I suppose we're a little more adventurous I think Mary and Pippin would have been happy just to stay in the Shire if they could. Yeah, they'd be quite big potatoes in the Shire. wouldn't Yeah, yeah.
2: But, uh, yeah, there's definitely some of us there. Thank you very much for that. Thanks, Lisa and Oliveira. I think we, we should we do one more, Eddie? It seems like we've got one more. we got one more if you guys want to do it. Come on, let's do do it. it. Hi, Billy and Dom. My name's Rob. I'm from Canada. I'm homesick right now and catching up on some of the podcasts. And I had a question. I'm a huge Lord of the Rings fan. And you can't find ethylus plant anywhere. So, what is your go-to home remedy for the common cold? Thanks.
1: Mm, good. What is your remedy for the common cold? I suppose a lot of people get the cold in Canada. A lot of people get the cold in Scotland, I know. It mm-hmm.
2: is the season. It's it's We're moving into cold season, aren't we? Yes, it's getting colder. What do you do if you get a cold? What, what is your... I do the same thing that I did when I got COVID. Now, I don't know if this necessarily uh, shortened my COVID, but it did help me sleep a little better because it kind of seemed to open up my sinuses. Big bottle of water. Lovely. it. Either apple cider vinegar or lemon. You can mm-hmm. choose either one. A bit of cayenne pepper in there. Maybe some ginger powder if you've got it. Okay. Shake it up. Try and drink that as much as possible. I mean, obviously, staying hydrated is huge, and it's horrible when you're feeling sick and... You know, my mum is a nurse and my mum obviously always says make sure you're hydrated and it's the last thing you want to do is wake up and drink water but I do think that helps. Sleep. Yeah, that's about it. I keep it simple. Sleep, stay hydrated, be, be nice to yourself, be gentle. I do actually do that Scottish thing of a hot toddy. Oh.
1: Which uh, you do in Scotland you'd even give a version of this to kids and everything.
2: Right, so explain a hot toddy. Some people might like, not know it. Whiskey. <whistles> hot water. Spoonful of honey. Just sip that before you go to bed. Is that it? Nothing else? That's all you need? Little, you wouldn't put a little? Oh, well, you wouldn't put a cinnamon stick in there, but some No, people absolutely might. absolutely not, Something Tom. Some might. I'm trying to think. So there's, is there variations? Is there a is little squeezed lemon in a hot toddy sometimes? No. Real... I think what you're
1: finding there is mm. you're anglifying it.
2: Aha. Uh-huh.
1: What you just get is the it's basically the whiskey. Oh, that's the whiskey. Because that will kill everything. Yeah. It will g-
2: kill you, given enough time.
1: <laughs> yeah but uh, a little hot toddy I think just before you go to sleep that's, that's lovely that,
2: yeah right? honey's good for your throat they say mm-hmm. for a sore throat none of this stuff that you get from shops the two best things for a sore throat honey yep magic from the bees pineapple juice magic from the pineapple
1: yeah Co- coach your throat lovely there's something in a pineapple there's
2: a few things in a pineapple isn't
1: it yeah but there's something that's really good for you I can't remember called. oh bromelain
2: bromelain Bromaline's an anti-inflammatory. Have you seen? It looks like a, a, a cheat to me. Those people who are able to kind of solve the problem of the pineapple skin, like they'll be like, this is how I take oh, all the yeah. skin. yeah. And they kind of turn and it upside down and, and, and punch put- it, and, and, then, and then the pineapple skin just falls off. It, just go-
1: like, it comes out in blocks.
2: Yeah, you're like, come on. Wait a minute. That, have you prepared it, and now you're showing us, you know? Prepared it? I've never heard prepare said in that way I wanted to and isolate. it makes more sense yeah I wanted to isolate the word prey. have you pre? done something before and
1: then the paired it mm.
2: that was but, a good question it was a fantastic question there from Rob sorry that yeah. you're feeling homesick Rob and uh, fingers I crossed feel as you as I feel
1: as if might be getting a cold oh don't
2: say that right I'm alright then hey Billy what should
1: we eat the world Billy and Dom eat the world <laughs>
2: William, what is it? you and I are big fans of uh, food. We're big fans of food from around the world. We're a big fan of spice. Oh, I love spice. And this was sent to us by Kai Sadler in Denair, California. He said, hey, Billy and Dom, my name's Kai. 27 years old. I live in Denair, California. It is a small town in the heart of farming." country, located in north-central California. As a native, California born and raised in the agriculturally diverse area, I would like to share with you one of our most commonly grown commodities. Almonds! Or as some people say, almonds. What would you say? Almonds. I'd say almonds. Oh, well there you go. Did you know that the state of California produces 80% of the world's almonds and 100% of the United States commercial supply? Wow. Blue Diamond Growers has a wide selection of flavoured almonds and I've chosen for you my, my true Oh, for you to try my personal flavour, which is wasabi and soy, which sounds oh, great. Do we have that one, Eddie? I'm a are fan are I'm, you bringing it in? I'm a fan of wasabi and soy. Here it comes. From one foodie to a pair of others, I'm confident that you will both enjoy their bold, tantalising taste. Oh. I hope that you're inspired to try the other flavour varieties as well in the future. Thanks, Eddie. I thoroughly enjoy listening to your podcast and appreciate the positive masculinity that you both put out into the universe. Oh, I didn't realize that we were bringing a positive masculinity.
1: I think we are actually, Tom.
2: Oh, well, I've had these before. Ooh, I've had, Really? Yeah, on planes.
1: What, wasabi and soy? Yeah,
2: wasabi and soy. Are you also. sure? Well, I'm not 100% positive, but I think so. How Normally, you? you just heat up your nuts on a plane. Yeah. How do you, um? where do you stand on the whole uh, nut? No- preferences are you are you a fan of the of a nut I love nuts I absolutely please. love nuts
1: give us your top three nuts chestnut cashew nut peanut
2: pistachio oh, peanut.
1: oh pistachio oh, well done yeah because you love pistachios
2: you eat a lot oh, of that's fantastic. but chestnut that's kind of out of the box now, you're only having it kind of around Christmas time right I'll round about now mm. Dom there's nothing I would like more. Grilled
1: little salt. Then walk around a cool street, my hood up. I've got, I've got you in my hands. You holding my hand, eh? yeah. Okay. I'm try to keep you warm. Oh, lovely. Just not and we get to a, a, a city square, just as the clocks ringing nine. Oh, it's dark out. <laughs> Can I be your little kid, oh daddy? Oh, oh. no, you're still you. Oh, I wanted to be your little kid. No, oh
0: daddy, look
2: at that,
1: no. still you. Okay, I'll go. Ahead. And we've got a walk to the hotel. Right, it's thirty okay. minutes. Oh God, and you be. look at that I'm freezing. See that? I'm really I'm
2: freezing. Don't worry, Tom. Not only that, I'm a bit peckish. <laughs> mm. Well, the very thing here. Look over there. What? Oh, a lady uh, with a dog, and a dog's having a shit. Just to the right of that. Yeah. What
1: is You that? see who that is? Is that Steve Jobs? No. Who is That's it? a man. He looks, looks
2: like that guy,
1: doesn't he? It does look like Steve Jobs, but What's he's he actually he's a German, <laughs> a German gentleman. Mm-hmm. And he's roasting chestnuts, done. He's roasting chestnuts, you say? Mm-hmm. Right. And what how, what we're going to do? We're going to just Come eat them we'll, on the walk home. Well, eat them on the walk home. We'll get a bag each. Oh, because you want you warm your hands up with them. Mm. You warm your hands up, and plus he's broken the shells, so you can get them out. Perfect. perfect.
2: My only critique mm. of that mm. would be: how do you access the salt? Because I like to dip them in a little bit of salt. I well,
1: there's no salt. It's
2: just as chestnut. Just as it comes. I, I like a chestnut. That is my
1: favourite nut, and my favourite way to eat that nut.
2: Well, I'll tell you what. If you and I are ever in a situation where we're walking through a cold area and I see a chestnut seller, it's on me every single time. It's I on me. I will take it every time. I've come out of restaurants
1: full as a wolk, as they would say, full as a bandit's rifle, and wow. I, I will buy myself a chestnuts. Wow! Just for the flavour, see the flavour of these nuts Lovely. that we've been offered here by Kai. Absolutely delicious.
2: These are lovely. These are blue diamond wasabi and soy sauce nuts. And can I say, I think a lovely way to uh, chase these would be with a lovely cold lager. Oh, lovely. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe on a plane, lovely little glass of Stella Artois, something like that. Dumb. My three favourite nuts, you were just about to ask. Pistachios. Number one. On a no mm. That's tough. No specific. Okay, I think I just have to give you my top three because I, I don't. But know. no specific order. I can't. Like, I can't. carry on. Pistachios. It's hard to mess with a cashew. And then my last one, man, this is tough because I've not met a nut that I don't like. A walnut? Love a walnut. I've got them in the house right now. I like a pecan. I like a raw almond. I'll say almonds because I eat almonds probably more than any other nut. And they're quite healthy, maybe not like this, but a raw almond, really quite healthy. Dumb. Protein. Does this your is... wife like nuts?
1: No, not not, not the really way that thing. I... She likes a chocolate with a hazelnut.
2: Mm, well.
1: But only hazelnut. Hazelnut and chocolate is an incredible taste profile together. She There's a chocolate bar that she likes. <coughs> excuse me. And they do it in peanut, caramel, fruit and nut, hazelnut. She won't take it anyway except a hazelnut.
2: Are you talking about just the, the whole nut bar? Is that what you mean? Yeah. What do you mean? Well, that I think it's called a whole nut when it comes as just a milk chocolate with hazelnuts. No, it? it's not a Cadbury one. It's uh, a different one. It's a oh. little block. Oh, uh, okay. I don't know who makes it. Um, now, what about your dog? If you approached your dog with a nut, would he reject it? I don't know if you can give dogs nuts. I thought that was chocolate. Or onions. Onions? Or I grapes. Didn't know that about. So what happens with an onion or a grape in a
1: dog's body? Toxic. Wow. And I think it might be the same with nuts, I'm not sure.
2: Don't do that then. I'll check that for you though. Yeah, I remember we were hanging out in the garden one time eating fruit and I was chatting with your dog and I went down to give him a grape and you went, do not poison my dog. I went, I didn't even know. Yeah,
1: The things you have to learn, there. Yeah, I never had a dog. One day. That's maybe
2: my favourite ever almond. It's great, and and the flavour's quite intense for the first second or so, and then it eases off. But And then it makes you
1: grab another one because you want that intensity again. I like foods that make you salivate.
2: Mm-hmm. And I think this is
1: pretty high up there. Got any facts on it?
2: I'll give you a little fact here. The Blue Diamond Growers is an agricultural cooperative and marketing organisation that specialises in California almonds. Founded in 1910... As the California Almonds Growers Exchange, this organization claimed to be the world's largest tree nut processing and marketing company. It serves 3,500 almond growers and helps make the almond crop valued at over a million California's largest food export. (coughs) Eddie, could you bring me some water before I die? (coughs) William, could you speak? Because I think I'm close to death. You probably have (coughs) to. You probably
1: have to watch how many you eat if you're watching your calories. Oh, talk us through the calorie intake. We internet. hear this. Um, oh, no. <laughs> Just the whole pot. Eddie, thank you so much. <laughs> I got on why not? Thank you very much. Um, I thought, as it said there, for servings, uh, I won't tell you how many calories because I'll, I'll let you uh, guess. But I thought it said six nuts, and then it was this many calories. But it's not. It's twenty-eight nuts. How many
2: calories in twenty-eight nuts? Just to clarify, twenty-eight nuts is seen as one serving. Yes. I uh, would say how many? Cal- we're close to that, aren't we? For what we got. I would say we had more like forty nuts. Really? Right. How many calories in twenty-eight nuts? I'm going to say three hundred. Too much. I've said too much. Yeah. 150. Too little. 200. Too much. 175. Too much. 160. Too little. 165.
1: Too little. 163. Too little. 164. Too little. What? 165 was too little. 167.
2: Too little. 169. Too little. 170. Yeah. I said
1: 170. You like said 175. We'll play it back and I'll show you. Ah, you might be right. Um, right, that's
2: quite a lot. Is that quite a lot? I don't know. No, when,
1: uh, when it was six nuts, I thought it was a lot. Look, like 28 nuts, a couple of hundred. Not bad. That's
2: all right. A little bit of fat in there, a little bit of protein. Yeah, good protein. Let me see uh, if I can guess the gram. Does it tell you the grams of protein in a serving? Yep. Yeah. Two and a half grams of protein
1: per serving? Six grams. Oh, it's quite
2: a lot. It's good after
1: the gym. It's quite good, isn't it? hmm How much fat? Saturated. Mm. No, total total fat. Three grams. 20. Oh, wow. Oh, wait a minute. Hang on, William. 15. Still quite a lot, isn't it? It's a lot of fat, but it's good fat, isn't it? Well, that's what people would say.
2: It's good fat. It's good fat, but it's it, good fat. It's, what's good fat for you? Probably good. unsaturated, mono, saturated. Yeah, good fats are the fats that occur in foods, like the fat in salmon, maybe the fat in chicken, the fat... The a Avocado. Avocado, great fat. But the, the man-made fats are the ones that you want to try and avoid, right? Yeah, trans fats. Trans fats, you Do don't... you know how much trans fat? No. None. Oh, good. <laughs> Lovely. Hang on, let's see if we can find anything else. You want some more facts? Why want me we give facts? The company produces almonds in various forms, including roasted almonds under the Blue Diamond brand and almond milk under the Almond Breeze brand. Oh, yeah, mm. yeah. The cooperative is privately held and does not disclose sales figures. However, although the... Sa- Sacramento B estimated to have annual sales of over 709 million in 2009. That's, a lot. that's almost a billion a year now, I bet.
1: Well, that's good that it's a thing, it's a cooperative, though, eh?
2: Well, now, to explain to me about cooperatives. cooperative. Does that mean that the, the people who work there also own some of the profits?
1: Yeah, that's how I would, I would um, Lovely. think it would be. Lovely. So it serves three three and three and a half thousand almond growers. Cool. Mm. That's good, cool, and yeah. all of
2: those almond growers get to share in the profits of the company. Yeah, that's uh, is that is that socialism? Uh, yeah,
1: it's Love mm,
2: Lovely.
1: The organisation is headquartered in Sacramento. Um. It, oh wait a minute! Oh, hang on. It resisted attempts by the International Longshore and Warehouse Union to organise workers. That's not good, is it? So they weren't allowing um, unions. Um. Oh, no. You've got to read yeah. it. Yeah, it looks like you didn't get the unions working for them. But um, oh, I'm going to look into that more, but I think if it is a co-op and the actual guys who are growing the almonds is um, are sharing in the profits, that's fantastic, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it is. It's fantastic. I'd like to uh, go. They're only in Sacramento. We could go visit these guys. Yeah, we'll eat some nuts. Why do they... Why do you think n- right, go on. nuts are commonly served on planes? What's that about?
1: Do you think it's a, it's an easy, it's an easy snack. It's a natural snack, and it maybe gets you ready for your aperitif, mm. as you say. It puts you in the mood for a beer or something.
2: Oh, it does, yeah. Because the salt is it. Salt, yeah, it make you a bit thirsty. That's a good point. Actually, maybe they try to give you something to wet. What your appetite,
1: get you ready, as it were.
2: What's your, talk to me, I mean, I've been on many planes with you, but you like to be left alone on a plane, I've noticed.
1: I no, don't, I don't want to don't chat. want to be bothered, you don't want to yeah. chat,
2: you don't want to watch a movie together, none of that no, stuff. none no. of that, I'm, I'm, it's my own experience of playing. I understand, but talk to me through that. When you get on, do you do you have a magazine? Are you listening to a podcast when you get on? How do you settle in? I normally always have a book. Because I
1: find, I will watch a movie once the movie, once the plane's up and going. Usually interstellar. But, well, you, no. <laughs> usually interstellar. But um, when, it, when it, you know, you've got to kind of watch what's going on and listen to the safety thing and all that. And they ask you to turn your phone off, blah, I'm blah, like, blah. I'm like, what is it? I mean, oh, there's a lot going on. I'll just rather sit with my book. So I'm reading till takeoff. Then normally the book goes away. And then I'm onto the screen. Interstellar. And interstellar. Or maybe some music, and then I like to have a
2: nap on a plane and all. Before lunch, before dinner? You like to have a quick kind of 45-minute, no. hour-long thing? No, after.
1: After, settle in with a film, if it's a
2: long flight, and then hopefully doze off. Whilst watching a film? Maybe. Can't do that. Oh, you got to watch it till the end? I, I just can't. I, my brain is too engaged in a film to switch off it has to watch it I can take the headphones off put an eye mask on Mm -hmm. fall asleep but listening to a film you know I find it too stimulating well I think in general you're more awake
1: than you are asleep and I think I'm more (laughs) asleep than I'm awake
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it might be true might be true I like we've been flying around with um, Elijah Wood and uh, Sean him quite a lot recently. And Elijah and I like to sit together because we like to be quite interactive on planes together, Elijah and I. Say, you, oh, look
1: at You this. guys chat on We're
2: chatting. We're, we're talking about, you know, sh- showing each other magazine articles. Maybe we're, we're sharing games. We might watch the uh, occasional film. And Elijah enjoys uh, gin and tonic on a plane.
1: What's well, I mean, nothing wrong with that, Tom?
2: He said to us, one of the funniest things he said to us is, um, there is no time in the sky. Um, so regardless of what time we're flying, our tradition now, Elijah and I, is to have one or maybe seven gin and tonics. <laughs> Lovely stuff. I think It could be nicer. One of the recent uh, live podcasts that we did, I showed up a little a little tipsy.
1: From a flight? Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone can go back and watch the Friendship Onions and tell us which one it was that was slightly tipsy.
2: Yes, yes. Um... Well, should we give it some scores? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. We've got to right. score it, Bill's Taste. Well,
1: the taste is top-notch. This particular almond, not all almonds, we're talking about the soy and wasabi almond mm. here from um,
2: <clears throat> Blue Diamond. Blue Diamond. You're a fan of wasabi. I've, I've had a lot of sushi dinners with you, and you're a fan of wasabi. It's a horseradish wasabi.
1: I love wasabi, and I love it on peas, you know, when you get the peas. Oh, love it. And it goes
2: right up the back of your nose. <laughs> Like English mustard. Oh, it's a, it's a love-hate thing. And you can have the wasabi paste, which is fine, but if you add the actual oh, raw yeah. wasabi, oh, that yeah.
0: stuff is fine. And that'll, oh,
2: that'll yeah. clean your sinuses oh, out Well, I'll say, clean right? you out all right, Dom. Um, the taste of this particular blue diamond almond, the soy and wasabi, it's fantastic. Out of
1: 10, William? Out of 10, Dom, I've got to give this a 9.5. You're loving it. That's one of my highest scores.
2: I'll give it an 8.9. Still good. Oh, it's fantastic. I loved it. Aesthetic
1: the nuts. Well, it's an almond. Isn't and the it? box.
2: It's an almond. I appreciate the. Lovely. I appreciate it, like a miracle. I appreciate the warning it's giving you when you're looking at it because it's saying to you, hey, we're covered in a dust, a hot <laughs> dust. You know what I'd like? You wouldn't like it. What? I'd like the dust at the bottom of that tin, just no, we'll the dust. No, I'd like to dip my wet finger into the bottom and eat the dust.
1: Do you that. push your fingers past my nuts
2: oh, yeah, just to mind. get to the dust. Oh yeah. What? Um I mean, it's as It's an almond, isn't it? I mean, can you dress it up any more than that?
1: It's a good-looking nut, though, isn't it? Yeah. I like. I don't. I don't aesthetically. I don't like the look of a walnut.
2: Looks like a brain.
1: Yeah. Which I know. is
2: interesting because it's good for your brain, a walnut. Isn't it? Yeah. Do you like a walnut whip? No, not really. I don't okay. like chocolate. We've already got into this. What well, how would you describe the shape of an almond? Because that must have a name, that shape. It doesn't. Do you know what the shape is? Go on. Almond shape. No. I swear. It's got to have a no- really Says you
1: met somebody who looked like that, you'd say he had a sort of almond-shaped face.
2: An almond-shaped face? Yeah. Wow. Um, well, I'll be kind. I'll give it a six
1: for oh, the aesthetics. Okay. It's
2: nice, but I it's mean, not going to... I am waiting. you them. wouldn't write home about it. If it really is a co-op. No, you can't talk about that. That's not about the
1: look of it. The aesthetics of the thing. The aesthetics of the box. We talk about the box but the bo- What does the box have to do with the co-op? Well, aesthetically, it looks like a corporation. And if it is a co-op, I wouldn't want it to look like this. All right. So I think if it is a co-op, aesthetically, the box is wrong.
2: Why? What would you change about the box? Would you have everyone's face on it that's involved with the co-op? Some people.
1: Maybe not all Mm 3,500, but I would have like Blue Diamond Co-op. We support the farmers, something. you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? The actual almond, I, I do like the look of it, and I like the dust. Well, it's almond shape. Yeah. I would say I'm going to give it an eight. How useful is an almond? Oh, and more cool. to the point, how useful is an almond with the flavor of soy and wasabi?
2: I have a, a little box in my kitchen full of raw almonds, raw pecans, and raw walnuts, and it is my post-gym snack. If I'm not wow. able to like eat anything really mm-hmm. quickly, I will eat a couple of handfuls of that because it's some nice fats and nice proteins. So that's post gym. It's a very useful snack, isn't it? And you, it's so easy to have there. Easy. Keep them in your car in a little ziploc bag. Every they don't go the bad. So that's useful. How long do nuts last? I mean, I think they do have a shelf life, but it must be quite long because um, mm-hmm. they don't tend to degrade that much, do they? Yeah, but like once it's open, I mean, I don't know them. Do I? I don't know you know. I I couldn't even begin to guess.
1: Do you have a, of all things, a, a pestle and mortar?
2: I do have a pestle and mortar. Yeah.
1: Now, do you not feel if you had ten of these um, wasabi and soy sauce, uh, blue diamond almonds, mm. and you pestle and mortared them? Yeah.
2: There's So much you could do.
1: Oh yeah. Sprinkle that in an ice cream.
2: That'd be nice. Maybe a vanilla ice cream with a little thing on like that on top. If nice you
1: were making a bread, put it into the bread. Mm-hmm. I like that. Like so that, like even it. if all you had was flour, milk, eggs, a self-rising yeast, yeah, you could make a snack.
2: Make a bread with that, yeah.
1: You could put it on a pie.
2: Put it on a pie, a little, little spicy kick. Obviously, wasabi is greatly used in sushi. Could you if it's a fine powder, could you sprinkle it on top of a sushi? On top roll?
1: of a sushi like a thing like a rainbow roll or something. I think you could, couldn't you? If you were making a stir fry, mm. throw some of them nice in at the crunch. end. Along with the onions just out of the, out microwave. the microwave, yeah. Dom. That's
2: high scores for me. I think it's going to be up there for me. I'm going to say a nine point eight.
1: I'm going to say a nine point nine.
2: This is very high scores for you. This is one of your you can take that home with you. I think I will, actually, if you don't mind. No,
1: please. Well, Eddie, I have to say, that was a fantastic billion to
2: meet the world. Yes, and that was brought to us by the illustrious and wonderful Kai, Kai Sadler. Thank you, Kai. From, from California. Who not only recommended something that they like, but something associated with their local area. And, I and love
1: that. yeah, right in the heart of the farming country mm. in North Central California. I'm, I'm sure that's beautiful up there. It must be. We should go up there and, and really get a handful of nuts.
2: Yeah, I'd love that. Well, we've got <clears throat> one last potential thing to do here, which is and we've not done it for a while. Should we listen to? A Shall we do song? It just to finish this one off? Because Find out if it's, funky. it's been a lovely episode. If you don't mind me saying, Tom, I don't mind at all. I've loved it. I'm still nibbling on my nuts over here
1: because I was slightly stressed when I got here. There's a lot going on. And I've enjoyed their little hour together, Tom.
2: I've enjoyed it too. I saw that when when I showed up. I thought, oh, what's on Billy's mind? There was a
1: lot in my mind, you know.
2: But that's all right. you made a list? I've checked it twice. I like to make a list. When I've I've got stuff going on in my mind, because we had Rob Cordier on the show, and he said, if there's something that you think of, try and get it down either in your phone or on your list, because then it's not floating around your brain in a distracted
1: way. And then you you can... Put a line through it once you... Strike it off, I think, was the phrase that you Very good, Dom, very good. All right, so let's do a little funky for you music, Dom. If music be the food of love... Let's eat it. Exactly.
2: (laughs) You you introduced this song, Billy.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, Redbone, their name, a nod to their heritage, was a Native American band from... Colinga, California Led by the brothers Pat and Candido Or Lolly Vasquez They were managed by Bumps Blackwell Who guided Little Richard And Sam Cooke to success Wow To avert discrimination He convinced the brothers To use a different last name So they became known as Pat and Lolly Vegas Mm. That was good No Redbone earned an audience Playing clubs on the Sunset Strip in Los Angeles at the same time, the Doors were on that scene. Wow. And they have a song here now, Dom, and I think you'll enjoy this.
2: It's called Come and Get Your Love. Yes, and it was uh, uh, sent to us by Kayla in California. It's Let's a big have a California listen. show, this it one, isn't yeah? it? It is not it yeah. Kelly, Kelly.
1: Some uh, Tom. Lovely, lovely stuff there from
2: Redbone. Would <coughs> you hang it up? I've heard that song before. I haven't. know I think that's featured in um, maybe some films about Vietnam, something like that. Would it? Ah, would it be fair? To, right, yeah. You know the, the the American troops over in Vietnam listening to it like a, a hamburger hill type thing or a, or a good Something like that. Maybe that. Yeah, could be. Could be. Because it's that era, isn't it? Yeah. Ish, 1970, yeah. So so you're not likely to forget the title (laughs) of the song. Oh! (coughs) You're not likely to forget the title of the song. The chorus is comprised of the same line, Come and get your love, repeated four times. The verses are very compact. So after two minutes, you've already heard the first two verses and the two chorus repetitions. The song then goes into a bridge, which repeats variations. On the chorus... There are some musical elements in the song that make it very hard to get out of your head once it's buried in. A big part of that is the extended hail. Shouted back sec- uh, several times in the song. Oh, including the beginning.
1: Hail! It it, uh,
2: oh, what's Watch the matter with you? Yeah, it's a great song. Yeah, Girls just wanna have fun now. That's Ding, what I was saying, but it's not right. Mm-hmm. Um... As a follow-up single, Redbone wanted to release a song called We Were All Wounded at Wounded Knee, a song yeah. about the 1890 massacre in South Dakota. Um, but their label, Epic Records, knew that this would be a career killer and refused, mm. although they did press copies that were distributed in Europe. Instead, they released Vo- Wovoka, was released as their next single. That song is about their Paute leader, Wovoka, who introduced the ghost dance into the culture as a way of connecting souls and preserving their heritage. After the Wounded Knee Massacre, a far cry from Come and Get Your Love, it made just 101 in Number, the US yes. pop charts. Redbone never had a higher hit on the you charts.
1: Get bigger. You see, now, that's, that's, that's <coughs> terrible, isn't it? You see, that's big commercialism. <laughs> Saying you can't release things about your heritage. And yeah,
2: stuff. don't don't bring out a piece of art. Bring out a piece of commerce. We want you to make mm. money, not actually say something. There might be some exceptions, but I'm sure there is exceptions. Yeah. But I hear what you're saying, mm. and there's
1: definitely a lot there's of them. A few, I think. But it's just my brain won't go to that oh, yeah. place.
2: Johnny hates jazz. No, I don't think they. I don't think Johnny, hates, H- J- Johnny no. hates jazz. No, um, but we are. The, I tell you
1: what. You killed the cat.
2: No, but that was a great band, Misfit. Do you remember Misfit? Misfit, Misfit, you break dance on the street. No, that was a jam. Um, and the lead singer of that uh, band was called Ben. Hey, uh, I how you doing? I'm, I'm sorry, sorry I didn't get, get through, through. But you leave ben, a run, and you run, number,
1: and I'll get right back to you.
2: Curiosity <laughs> killed the cat, great song. Um, Everybody
1: had it as their answer phone,
2: remember? Yeah, it was obnoxious. And no one has, uh, no one leaves messages anymore, do they? Like if I call someone and it goes to a voice message. I never leave a message, I just cut off at that point. Do you just go I'll leave a message. Do you? Do you know what I'm going to do? I don't
1: even check my messages anymore. I'm going to put Curiosity Killed the Cat on mine. Do it. Today. Do it. Hey! How you doing? I'm sorry you didn't get through.
2: Remember my one in New Zealand was um, the start of... While my guitar gently weeps, ding, 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 and I would be on the other side of the room on my on my answer machine, and I'd be like, "Hi, hey, hang on, I'm, I'm on my way," and I would get closer and closer to the phone, and then as I got to the uh, phone, just as while my guitar gently weeps kicks in, I go leave a message, and then I. Lovely! I remember you you had a few. You had a few, Dom. Oh yeah, I had a few. (laughs) Who plays the lead guitar on uh, "My Guitar, Gently Weeps"? Well, "My Guitar, Gently Weeps." Eric Clapton. Yeah, thank you. The only uh, guest lead guitarist on any Beatles
1: song. You loved Eric Clapton.
2: Brilliant guitar solo as well. William, I think we've run out of time. Well, we
1: have to give uh, marks for "Red Bones." Come and get your love. Ah, good point.
2: Uh. In a scale from Brahms, Brahms to two. Level of Prince at his most Prince. At his most Funky. It's Funky. It's Funky. It
1: is Funky. Um,
2: I'm going to say, I'll say Curiosity Killed the Cat, Funky. Lovely, perfect. Hey, how,
1: how you doing? I, right, On the other hand, will say early Stevie Wonder. Ah, yeah, lovely.
2: Will we leave it at that, Tom? What was uh, Stevie Wonder's initial name? For him when he came out. Wasn't Stevie Wonder?
1: Little Stevie Wonder.
2: Well done. 10 points. What was the original name of Simon and Garfunkel when they first came out? Garfunkel and Steven. No. What was that again? It's a good one. I'll what? give you a clue. Yeah. It's the name of an iconic animated duo. Tom and Jerry. Correct
1: answer. Thank you. Isn't
2: that crazy? They first came out as Tom and Jerry. What was the Beatles' first band? Johnny and the Moondogs and then the quarryman well done we gotta go ladies and gentlemen the things you've learnt this week on the friendship onion and it was all free it was it was free thanks for um, coming and saying hello please subscribe rate review if you want to get in touch with us you can do that at all the common places you can watch us on YouTube you can get
1: you can get merchandise it's fantastic at the
2: friendshiponionpodcast.com why not you'll look cool send us a funky song send us your ideas for foods that you want us to eat and we'll see you next week we'll see you next week sorry about that
1: bye toodles toodles
0: me hold me tight all through the night you're shining bright i'm your oyster baby you're my pearl